Hello and welcome back to the Dante in a Year podcast. My name is Danny Fitzpatrick. Today we are moving along into Canto 4, wherein Dante and Virgil pass through limbo and meet the souls of the great poets, philosophers, and politicians who were excellent but lacked faith. As always, we're reading from my new translation, which is available through Amazon. So let's begin with Dante's Inferno, Canto 4. Heavy thunder in my head roused me from deep sleep, so that I came to myself as one awakened by force, and, rested eyes moving about, I stood up and fixed my gaze to figure out where I'd come. Truly I found myself on the rim of the valley of the dolorous abyss that holds the thunder of infinite wailing. It was shadowy, deep, and so cloudy that even thrusting my sight through the depth, I made out nothing. Now let us go down, down there into the blind world, began the poet, all pale. I will be first, and you second. And I, alarmed at his lost color, said, How could I come, if you should fear, who comfort me against my doubt? And he to me, the anguish of the people down there paints my face in that pity you take for fear. Come now, for the long way awaits us. So did he go and make me enter on the first circle cinching the abyss. Here, according to that I could hear, was no complaint beside the sighs that made the air endlessly tremble. These came from sadness without agony, borne by throngs, many and vast, of infants and of women and men. The good master to me, you've no questions as to who these spirits are, you see? I'd like you to know now, before you go on, that they did not sin, and they have merit, though not enough, for they lacked baptism, the gate of the faith you profess. And if they lived before the Christians, they didn't adore God duly, and I am one among them. For such defects, through no other fault, we are lost, and punished alone in this, that we live without hope in desire. Great pain pressed my heart when I understood. Since then I knew that people of great worth lived suspended in this limbo. Tell me, my master, tell me, Lord, I began, wishing to be sure by that faith that conquers every error. Was there ever one who through his faith or through another's got out of here to blessedness? And he who understood my covert speech responded, I was new in this state, when I saw one filled with power come, crowned with the sign of victory. He drew out the shade of our first parent, of Abel his son, and that of Noah, of Moses, obedient lawgiver, Abraham the father, and David the singer, Israel with his father, and with his sons, and with Rachel, for whom he slaved so long, and many others, and he blessed them. And I want you to know that before these, no human souls were saved. We didn't leave off walking for his speech, but all along past the wood, the wood, I say, full of spirits. Our way was not far from where I'd slept, when I saw a flame that overcame a sphere of shadow. We still were rather far away, but not so that I couldn't see in part the worthy people possessed of that place. O oh, you who honor science and art, who are these that hold such honor that they stand apart from the state of the others? And he to me, 
Their honored fame that sounds still in your life above gains grace in the heaven that thus moves them on. Then came a voice to me, Honor the poet most high, his shade that had departed now returns. Then, as the voice rested and silence ensued, I saw four great shades approach us, neither sadness nor joy in their semblances. The good master started to speak. Look at the one with sword in hand, who comes before the others there as sire. That is Homer, the sovereign poet. Second comes Horus, the satirist. Ovid is the third, and the last Lucan. But as each one joins me in the name that soul voice spoke, they honor me, and in this they do well. So I saw the lovely school assembled, the school of that lord of highest song, who soars as an eagle over the others. When they'd spoken together some time, they turned to me with welcoming sighs, so that my master smiled. And still they gave me much more honor, so that they made me one of their school, so that I was sixth amid such sense. So we moved on toward the light, speaking things best left silent now, though it was beautiful to speak them there. We came to the foot of a noble castle, circled seven times by tall walls, defended all around by a pretty little river. This we passed as on hard land. I passed through seven gates with those sages. Then we came upon a plain of fresh green foliage. There were people there with heavy, slow eyes, and with great authority in their countenances. They spoke but rarely, with soft voices. So we drew aside to a corner, in an open place, luminous and high, that we might see all. Just there, above the smooth green, the great spirits were shown to me, so that still I exult in myself at what I saw. I saw Electra with a great company, among whom I noticed Hector and Aeneas, Caesar armed with griffin eyes. I saw Camilla and Penthesilea. Apart from the others, I saw the king Latium, seated with Lavinia, his daughter. I saw that Brutus who chased out Tarquinius, Lucretia, Julia, Macia, and Cornelia, and alone apart I saw Saladin. Then, as I lifted my gaze a bit more, I saw the master of those who know, seated with his philosophic family. All marvel at him, all give him honor. There I saw Socrates and Plato, before the rest pressed nearest him. Democritus, who puts the world down to chance. Diogenes, Anaxagoras, and Thales, Empedocles, Heraclitus, and Zeno, and I saw the good collector of quality, that is, Dioscorides, and I saw Orpheus, Tully, and Linus, and Moral Seneca, Euclid the Geometer, and Ptolemy, Hippocrates, Avicenna, and Galen, Averroes, who gave his great glosses. I'm unable to tell the full tale of them, for my long theme so whips me on, that many times the telling falls short of the fact. The sixfold company declines to two. The wise leader guides me in another way, out of the quiet, into the air that trembles, and I come to a part nothing lights. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Dante in the Year podcast. See you Friday, Canto 5.